Happy holidays. You are listening to the Seer Soccer Studs Podcast. Where we discuss the beautiful game with a southern twang. I'm your co-host, Matt. And I'm Joe. So, Matt, you ready to cut this last biscuit of the 2020? Uh, we may oh, actually, have another biscuit. We got one more. Second to the last. Yeah, yeah I think I'm going to throw some um, country ham on it. Oh. Had some country ham over the holidays. and uh, I did too. Yeah. Pretty, pretty Christmas morning tradition at uh, my house. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, this year um, Christmas was a little bit strange just because of COVID, really. I mean, my family used to usually gets together, my mom's side, my dad's side. They both have their little family get-togethers, and then I've got to do Emma's side, too. So this year um, everybody was kind of doing their own thing, so we – we did go up to uh, to Knoxville to visit Emma's family, and then we stayed with my parents for a couple of days. So, yeah, it was oh, good. Heck, yeah. Did Santa, Santa come visit you, Joe? <laughs> Santa did. I got a fake pair of Ray-Bans uh, from my mom. That was nice. Uh, what else? Yeah, had a good time with the family, small get-together. Um, yeah, good times with, with friends and family. Good. Had my little nephew's one-year-old birthday party today, so between that and soccer, yeah, I'm pretty pumped. What's the uh, the young one's name? Ander. 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 I love it. <laughs> Ander. All right. Well, cool, cool. Um, anything else go else happen? Just good times, good people. That's about it. Nice. Get to see any snow? Via a pitcher. Yeah. A pitcher. Yeah. yeah. Do you see any? Yeah, we um, when we were up in Knoxville, we were getting ready to leave. It was, uh, let's see, it was Christmas Eve, I guess. And um, we were playing this game left, right, center, mm. right before we were getting ready to leave. It's a pretty interesting game. Yeah. Um, it's pure luck. But anyway, we were, after we finished the game, we looked outside and it was just coming down so we we got on the road and it was a very very stressful drive because on the way up we only went up for the day about two and a half hour drive there and about three hour drive back because of the snow and rain coming through the mountains it was oh it was a little uh tight bun <laughs> squeaky bum time. Yeah. so um but yeah i got to see quite a bit of snow and I think we were only about an hour into the drive, and Emma's mom sent her a message saying that they like got four inches already. So it was oh, it was coming down. You lucky dog. Yeah, we I got out there. I didn't just get a single time. flake. So, mm. but yeah, um, studs. Happy merry holidays. Yeah, you know whatever you celebrate. We hope that you had a good one. This has been a really, really weird year. Gosh, what a weird year. So we hope that you were able to uh, put all of that aside, stay healthy, stay safe, but enjoy the holiday holiday festivities. Yeah, be with your loved ones, yeah. special people. 
So, Joe, um, today we started off by jamming out to, I guess, my first country song mm-hmm. that I put out. Um, just a little bit of background. Emma and I were riding down the road the other day, and this song came on, and we were both kind of sitting there, bobbing our heads, looked at each other, and we're like, mm. pretty good jam. Eye contact. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, it's by Chris Stapleton, which actually... If you remember our wedding, Emma walked down the aisle to Tennessee Whiskey. Yes. Um, the, uh, what is it, the uh, the acoustic, no, not the acoustic, the instrumental version. So, uh-huh. no words, but the reason we did that is because Emma is from Tennessee, and I'm from North Carolina, so, you know, she's sweet just like Tennessee Whiskey. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But uh, anyway, this song by Chris Stapleton is called Broken Halos. And if you haven't listened to it, it's a very good song. Chris Stapleton is an unbelievable artist. Oh, definitely. More and more I listen to him, I really appreciate his music. He's a modern legend, I would say. Yeah. I saw him do a set at the uh, Ryman in Nashville. You could have heard a mouse rubbing up on cotton, man. It was so quiet in that freaking uh, room. When he started belting out with that voice, man, it was cool. Yeah, he's got a powerful voice. And speaking of Nashville, anybody that's in Nashville, we hope that you're all safe. Oh, dang, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that we just we understand that this has been a weird situation with what happened. So people in Nashville, we just hope you're safe. Yep. Okay? Absolutely. But studs uh, – yeah, we've got a crazy week coming up. I think we're going to try to let out a podcast on New Year's Day. It's going to be a special um, road trip. What do they call that? Uh, what do we when we went on trips in 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 high school? What, Away you, game? I don't no, know. <laughs> no. What you know? It's uh, when you went on a trip in elementary school. Or, Oh, a field trip. A field trip. Thank oh, you, Oh, going on a field trip. We're doing a field trip podcast. Got a chaperone and everything. Yeah, we do. We yeah. actually do. we got <laughs> a couple of chaperones. So um, we're going back to O'Toole's Bar and Pub, as far as we know. Yeah. We haven't really nailed it down. If it's open, we'll go. And it's always open. So. <laughs> it's never closed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Joe, are you ready to get this week started? Yeah. Freaking rock and roll. Well, you, you started off with Lester Man U. Dang, early game, 7.30 Eastern time, bright and early. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what to say about this one. Tough one. Fair result, I'd say, but dang, it hurt me in my heart. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two good teams. You know, 23rd minute, Rashford, just, oh, what genius from Bruno. Just a full extension, slides it through. Was that was – that Genius, or was he just trying to get a touch on the ball? Both. Okay. There's always genius when Bruno is involved. You can never discount that. So I always will. But yeah, he. I mean, he was just. I think also partly just kicking it wherever he could. Right. But worked out perfect. Beautiful. You know, first Premier League away game where we have scored the first goal. So okay. far, took the lead. Took it twice actually. I'd be remiss, though, if I did not mention, you know, favorite of the podcast. You know, he's always uh, shouting us out on Twitter and everything. I know he's a big fan of us, too. Harvey Barnes. <laughs> Harvey Barnes. <laughs> yeah. <And> Babyface Barnes. <laughs> oh, what a strike. Oh, man. 
this kid reminds me, it hit me. I'm like, this kid looks like, not in terms of how he, okay, not his goal scoring record, but how he plays, the speed, young Michael Owen. Mm? That's what hit me. That strike was young Michael Owen. Nice. Really quick, opened up some space. Should have been closed down, but hey, what can you do? Made it 1-1. Credit to him. Yeah. Back and forth game. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. Luke Shaw. Got to shout him out. Somehow the kid, he played amazing. I don't get it. He looks like he weighs 250 pounds, and he is up and down that field. They just nice. gave him all kinds of room. Five foot four. Yeah. A little bowling ball. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No. Got to give him credit. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Cavani gets on. Works a little magic. Beautiful. Through ball. 79th minute to Bruno. What does the man do? Oh, just just his body control, body language. Kind of mishit it. He kind of, I think he was just pure. Hits it into the ground. It was perfect. Yeah. Perfect. He, he placed it. Scored it. Coasting to a good win. Was not to be. Apex nope. Predator does what he does. Yep. They ruled it on goal on Axel Twinzabi, but Jamie Vardy. In the right place, right time. Literally did not a whole lot else in the game, but that one moment, the man pops up, makes it happen. There was one thing that I, I want to make sure that you saw, and if you haven't seen it, you need to go back and watch this because right. I, I love it. So um, it might have been right around the time of Lester's first goal, so 31st minute, somewhere around there. Harry Maguire. Love slobhead. Yeah, old slobhead. So he, the ball gets played over the top, and he's pressured a little bit. And he takes a touch, but then he starts to lose his balance, and he starts to fall one way, and then he tries to shift his body the other and ends up almost like taking out Luke Shaw by falling into Luke Shaw and, like, kicking the ball and gave it right away to the other team. I think they – I think this is when they scored their first goal. Mm. But, oh, man, it was so great. I sent a buddy of mine a Snapchat of that, just saying, big dumb tree fall hard. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Maguire gets away with so much. It's unbelievable because he's he's English, and he just would never do anything. He's got the heart of a lion. He's just, oh, I can't stand him. I can't stand certain English players that get away with everything because they're English. Harry Kane. Harry Maguire. All the Harrys. Oh, man. It should be uh, uh, Harry, Harry Grealish. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if you haven't had a chance to check this out, please check out Big Dumb Tree Fall Heart. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty funny. Vardy did, right after the Manchester United goal, I thought this is what you're going to go with. They captured him on on the camera making the funniest face. <laughs> I mean, I want it on a T-shirt, like right beside when he kicked the corner flag. Like He just looked so bewildered, like, what the heck is happening? Who was it? Jamie Vardy. Like when Manchester United scored. The first goal or the second? The second. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was like, huh. had this weird look on his face. Oh. I can't even describe it. But. Like the uh... – Clint Dempsey look? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Similar. Well. Yeah, 2-2. Yeah, good game. I mean, it really was for a, you know, somebody like myself that didn't have a lot into the game. It was a neutral. It was Mm. a really good game for a neutral. But, yeah, we'll move on to Aston Villa 3, 
Crystal Palace nil. <clears throat> Dang. Didn't take too much time for Villa to get on the score sheet, even though Will Zaha had a good chance in under a minute. Mm-hmm. There's so many early goals or, like, really early chances in these games, a lot of these games, and I'm just wondering if it's – people aren't just ready. People be slipping, yo. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. But, yeah, inside of the fifth minute, Bertrand Traore um, just follows up on a uh, Ollie Watkins shot, puts it in, playing really well in the first half, but uh, – about the 39th minute, Mings gets into a little scruffle with Zaha, gets a yellow card, Zaha gets a yellow too. Really fortunate to get just a yellow Mings because when you go back and look at this, he he tried to stamp. Mm-hmm. He like did a front kick. Cleats up, studs up. Studs up. Studs In up. In a bad way. In a bad way to the back of Zaha's thigh. Yeah. It was nasty. Oh, Mings was fired up for this game. He yeah. did not – just the look on his face is like he had some bad Chinese food or something. Like this guy was just unhappy. Yeah. But 45th minute right before halftime, Mings gets sent off for a second yellow. Probably pretty harsh on the referee to give him a second yellow for that. But, I mean, to be honest, he was lucky to even be on the field at that time. Because yeah, he did. I, it was – yeah, he deserved it. Yeah. You got you got to be on your best behavior. Yeah. And so you think right around halftime the game's at 1-0, Crystal Palace would come back, but Zaha, Eze, all of their, I mean, um Benteke, all of their guys that you would think would be on the ball, they were they were transparent on the field. You just I mean, it, man, it's crazy. I mean, the Villa you know, when they score first this season, have yet to lose. Whatever it was, I mean, it was just like punch, counterpunch, you know, Crystal Palace, they would come down. But as soon as Villa got it, all they need is three or four of their guys, you know, namely your boy, Mr. Grealish. And it's just counterattack at high speed. And they were happy to take a punch from uh, Crystal Palace if they could go back down and throw one of their own. Yeah, Grealish would – Usually when they were out of possession, he would slip over to the side of the field, kind of on the halfway line, on, I guess, like his attacking left-hand side. And so when Villa would get the ball, they would just punt it out towards Grealish. And usually Crystal Palace's fullbacks were pressed up really high, so it was really just him and Watkins two-on-two versus the two center backs. And the center back for Palace would have to get drug all the way out and try to stop Grealish, which would open up so much space. And it was almost like Villa got better as the game oh, went on. Exactly. They, they were happy for it to happen. Like that, that situation where they were pressed in and could just counterattack, like Grealish was just having a freaking ball out there. Yeah. I've never seen a team go down to 10 men and then absolutely boss a game for the last 45 minutes. Yes. I mean, they controlled it. They they could have had several goals. Every time Palace took it down, they lost it, Villa, bam. Full speed back down the field. Ollie Watkins, I mean, he was very unlucky not to get a goal. Yes. He had Oh yeah. Like you could feel it. Four or five it was good chances. Yep. And he just 
He hit one that hit the post and came back right on the line. The goalie oh, just incredible. turned around. And yeah. <laughs> like, oh, thank you. Almost do a basketball that and throw it out. Sick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was sick. So, man. But uh, in the 66th, 66th minute, Haas. Is that how you pronounce that guy's name? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Watkins. Yeah. Yeah. Watkins headed it off the crossbar. Yeah. And Haas came in and just out jumped. Um, I think it was Scott Dan that he out jumped yeah. to win, win the header, knock it in. And then in the 76th minute, this guy's name's been coming up quite a bit. Yeah. He's back um, in the mix. El Ghazi. El Ghazi. The Dutch player. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, He's been playing well. Didn't oh, yeah. Two goals last time out. He did. So he's, wrong, he's playing yeah. really well. Yeah. With uh, Ross DeBoss out, it kind of switched it up a little bit. He's back in. You know, if Villa wins their two games in hand, they will be one point behind Liverpool in second place. That's crazy. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, Villa ended up the game with more shots and more shots on target than Crystal Palace with the – um, and they were a man down for 45 minutes, a whole half. That's incredible. Just, yeah. So Villa, Villa's looking pretty healthy. Um, not looking forward to the game tomorrow when Chelsea play Villa. So Could be interesting. Yes. But All yeah, right. That, that goal, I just I do have to give credit. El Ghazi, that was the goal of the game. Phenomenal yeah. counterattack. Yeah. Grealish, Ali Watkins, El Ghazi just – been in off the off the uh, the bar. Yeah, that was a weird angle for him. Yeah, you don't was... usually see an end swinger towards the goalie go towards him and then away. go really far away and hit the po- yeah clip yeah clip the post. Yeah, what Good a shot! One. So great game for Villa. Crystal Palace struggling after the last two games. Um, they've been outscored ten nothing in the last two games. So yeah. I want to see some Chelsea Palace come back out, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, um, moving on to Fulham. Fulham. Nil. Southampton. Nil. So, last time we spoke, it had been nine years, four months, and three days since they played a goalless draw at Craven Cottage. Then we get two back to back at Craven Cottage. Yes. That's wild, man. And I got to say something. Um, a while back, I said that Bobby de Cordova Reed, uh, he was a quadruple barrel name and that he was English. I was wrong. He's Jamaican. Mm. I'm sorry. Not Bobby. Bobby de Cordova Reed, not trying to speak bad about you. I, I was just incorrect. Yep. And I apologize. Hey. So I just wanted to get that straight. Straight. He is Jamaican me crazy. Jamaican man. But yeah, what a good game. Son of a gun. No Scotty P. No Scotty P. Quarantine. Yeah, had uh, close contact with somebody that had it, yeah. so quarantined himself. Mm. And Southampton was without basically a spine. Yes. They didn't have Vestergaard in the back. Correct. Orlu Rumelu. In the middle. Orlu Rumelu. Yeah, Rumelu. Rumelu in the middle, and then Ings up front. No Ings. So they just were lacking creativity. Um yeah, the first half, um, two good chances for either side, or one for either side. Um, and Giza, I mean, this ball drops to him, and he's got a left-footed volley. 
and he goes to smash it and what happens he touches it with his right foot <laughs> and <laughs> his whoop. plant foot yep. and swings oh and that's the, that's the best oh man you know you it really hurts to do that when you go full speed and you're about to kick something and the ball shoots out off and, your plant foot and you just miss it completely it hurts like a son of a gun man. yeah yeah gosh and then james ward prowse hummus hummus ward prowse had um a free kick that went off the post then hit the goalie in the back of the hand then went back off the post and then came out and it fell to Shea Adams with a funny bounce, and he overran it and just, oh, yeah. Ings would have crushed it. Yeah, Ings would have been there with his quick little feet, top heavy. <laughs> Upper yeah. body strength. <laughs> yeah, he would have chested that yeah. in from a close range. So, <laughs> but Yeah, um, both teams in the second half had some good chances. Actually, Southampton put the ball in the back of the net twice. Shane Long. Mm-hmm. Scored. Got the start. Then Theo Walcott scored. Both just a smidgen offsides. Oh, Theo. That's, so. that's my pickup of the week, fantasy-wise. <clears throat> but, um... Didn't matter, though, for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, let's see, Carvalho, uh, Carvalho yeah. for Fulham had a great opportunity to put a head, header away. Just mistimed it, hit it over the bar. It was a good cross from Anthony Robinson. Can we talk about this kid? This American? Oh, yeah. Big fan. More and more I watch him. I'm wondering, where the heck did he come from? He's he's solid. Oh, he's nasty. He could be the answer on the left for us. I mean, he's he he's got a great cross. He actually plays really good defense. I haven't seen him do too much to really you know it's for me it's really frustrating every to see um americans over the last you know 20 years that i've really been watching americans play they they have a lot of potential but it's never it never peaks at the right moment and there's so many times where they just lose their concentration and just do not perform but this kid i mean i've been watching him he I don't think he's had a bad game. Even when no. they've lost, he, he he's isn't. kicked Joe Bryan out of the lineup. Yeah. He's solid, man. He's, yeah. heck, he's of a, heck of an engine. Yeah. He's tall. He can go forward. I mean, he's he's an all-around all left back that the U.S. need. Yeah. Well, AC Milan were after him before he went to Fulham. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. May have made the wrong choice there, but yeah. it's okay. I think there was some issue with his medical. He had some problem that they fixed, I think heart-wise or something like that. I could be wrong. Hmm. But, yeah, there was some issue with the medical. But I think it's worked out for him because he's getting a lot of time with Fulham now. Good, good. Well, hopefully it wasn't about, you know, getting his citizenship because did you hear about the Lu- Luis Suarez citizenship? Too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the classic. <laughs> The test. <laughs> the test was like, my name is Luis yeah. Suarez. <laughs> I'm Uruguayan. Yeah. I was born. Yep, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm a citizen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'm just trying to mm. not talk about this next game. Oh, this game is painful. Arsenal 3, Chelsea 1. 
So, full credit to Arsenal. When I saw the lineup, I was like, oh, three points in the back. I think you and 99% of the world. But what I realized is when you put all of these young guns in, they have so much to prove, and they still have, you know, they're so cocky and arrogant that, I mean, they can, these kids can play. Oh, I, he's, he's on to something. I think yeah. give, give the team over to them. It gets a few bad apples out, maybe one or two other people. I mean, it, it's a nasty team. But, yeah, Arsenal just completely outplayed Chelsea in the first, well, really for the first 80 minutes they outplayed Chelsea. Um, it was It was tough. It's really tough to watch. Um, I think Robbie, Robbie Musto at halftime said it perfectly regarding Chelsea. Lethargic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I want to talk a little bit more about this later, but I just did not understand the intensity that Chelsea was playing with because there wasn't any. I, I mean, like I said, I'll talk about it later. But basically, Lacazette – Puts away a penalty after Reese James took down Tierney. Um, Tierney, silly from um, Reese James, got beat yeah. on the line. Oh, he did, man. Tierney turned it on. Yeah. And then Granite Xhaka scores a free kick, even though Chelsea's wall was like 20 yards away. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I mean, Tammy Abraham standing there like, referee. I mean, it's from – from me to, you know, the next county that we're, we're standing. And Granite Xhaka, I think if <clears throat> Chelsea was a little bit closer on that wall because they had a little – something happened and there was a little skirmish or something right before that. And the referee was walking off and then just stopped and then walked like 10 more yards and then marked it. And Tammy's like, wait, are you kidding me? Yeah. But anyway, Lacazette – or not Lacazette, Zaka – Jaka puts away Yeah, two nothing. What it was it was a good free kick. Great free kick. And then in the second half, Saka does a cross that ends up beating the keeper. Just lucky goal. He said he meant to do it. He could tell he didn't. <laughs> we don't believe you, but no. his performance deserves something. Yeah. He played really well. He could be the future star of that team. Yeah. We've we've talked about, you yeah. know, try to build the team around him, put yeah. him up front. But in the second half, Chelsea came out, played a little bit better. Um, they made some changes at halftime, and then towards the end of the game took off. Um, or, no, that was at halftime. But uh, Cullum Hudson-Odoi came out and uh-huh. really played well. Um, Tammy Abraham ended up getting the only goal for Chelsea. Then Jorginho missed a penalty kick. Mm. Just wasn't Chelsea's day. They didn't deserve it to be their day. They played terribly. Would you say Pulisic was the best player for Chelsea? From what I saw, I thought he was the one guy really going for it. Yes and no. He was the best for the full 90, but Cullum Hudson-Odoi, when he came on, made a big impact. Mm. So I think Cullum Hudson-Odoi actually played better. But those two guys, when they get the ball – they want to go forward. Yes. They're not looking to come back. They get the ball, they turn, they try to make something happen. As fast happen. as possible. I mean, yep. on Tammy's goal, Pulisic, incredible dribble. Yeah. I mean, please watch that over people. I mean, it's like Messi. It was Messi-esque 
went through about three or four people. He he's got some unbelievable skill. I mean, he he does it with such pace too. It's it's it's. You think he's gonna lose it, and he just slips right through him. Yeah, yeah. He's. I hope that he can figure out his health issues and all these injuries because if he can stay healthy for even you know like a run of 20 games that would be fantastic but yeah. he always has some some little niggle that gets him. Mm-hmm. a lot so, of niggles with that guy but uh yeah arsenal didn't really move up or go down <laughs> any no, places just stuck in the mud chelsea dropped the eighth after that loss and the uh results from the rest of the week end but the good news is most teams dropped points above them except for the next two games man city two, newcastle nil oh yes sir good game watch this at o'toole's good time very nice 14th minute one nothing sterling showed incredible composure did not panic. You know, we talk about the typical Man City goal. This was it. it was, the, the cutback. It was almost the exact same goal that happened the last time we were out. Yes. And if you watch the other players like Kevin De Bruyne, watch what he did on that goal. He lined himself up perfectly. He could have got the pass. He was behind. Wasn't as good a ball, but he was, he was open. He made himself available like – these players take up the perfect positions when they're in that situation. And Sterling just waited and waited and then Gundogan put it in. And that was, I mean, he put it through, he threaded the needle oh, with that. Yes. I mean, if you watch it, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how he put it through about five or six guys and he just placed it perfectly. But, you know, the, the thing I'm so, so impressed with Man City and the difference I see between a Man City and the youngsters at Chelsea is the composure in the box. When these guys get in the box, like Raheem Sterling, Kevin De Bruyne, I mean, even Fernand Torres, I mean, he's he's extremely young, but Pep gives them this mentality of when you get the ball in the box, don't rush, take your time. So what happens? I mean, if you if you're quick-footed like a Pulisic – and you cut somebody up, they'll probably take you down. So be composed in the box and find the right pass instead of trying to force it so much. Yeah, let them make the mistake, not yes. you make it. And yeah. when we talked about Aston Villa, like their sweet spot was that counterattack from yep. deep. Man City, what they want to be is in the box. Yep. Load it and do the thing. Cutbacks all day, every day. Just crisp passing, find somebody's feet. Yeah, yeah. They, they had Newcastle on the back foot. First 20 minutes at least. Yeah. Dominated. I do have to mention something. Okay. Had a, just a bolt of lightning inspiration. I'll run this by you. Okay. If you saw when Torres uh, had a little fake injury, was laying down, it looked like he was getting a prostate exam. I, I did not see this. Yeah, it was – I don't know what happened. Okay. But I can't take full credit for this idea, but – I was there, so I'm taking. Stop saying butt. I'm taking. There's a lot of butts going on. I'm taking partial credit. Okay. We're talking about simulation, how to eradicate it. Right. If you're guilty of simulating a foul, 
on field prostate exam. <laughs> From who? The opposition. <laughs> they get to choose. Wow. Yeah, I think that would overnight. You heard eradicate. It, first it would eradicate. Hey, you will never hear diving. it again. <laughs> it would eradicate diving instantly. Who's gonna dive if they got to get a prostate exam? Nobody. So you're telling me that if anybody dives, the other team gets to choose a player on their field just to go straight up and check their oil. Well, no, medical professional. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you have to be licensed and certified. You can't oh, just have I, anybody. I was about to say, I'm like, because that's just dangerous. No. You know, means would be. <laughs> oh, he would. He would have been desperate. To get oh goodness. Just an idea. Just spitballing here. That's a terrible idea. Okay, keep going. I'm a fan of it. (laughs) I'm a fan of it. I'm just putting that on the record. 55th minute. Cancelo. Good game. He's, you know, he didn't, his second or third season with Man City? Second. Second? Yeah. He's really starting to show why they paid so much money for him. He's got some qualities that nobody else in that position has. And he can play right or left back. Yes. He's He's very... Savvy guy. Robbed our boy, Miggy Almiron, ex-Atlanta United. Just robbed him, picked his pocket. Oh, that Hooked Almiron. up Torres. A couple times over the last few weeks have been – he's been really careless with the ball facing his own goal in his own, like, third of the pitch. Just really, really careless. I would – who's the – LaSalle's? Yes. If I was LaSalle's, I'd be ripping his head off. Yeah. And, yeah, I think when they're missing players, he feels a little obligation to step it up, and he gets a little squirrely. If he's a complimentary piece, I think he's a really good player for them. You, you know what's crazy that his um, his man, uh, no, his agent recently said that he would be at a different, a better club than Newcastle if it wasn't for COVID. Oh. Disagree. Wow. I mean. Hard no. I don't. That's so disrespectful to the Magpie fan base. I mean, I would. And I think they like him. Oh, I didn't know about this. Yeah, if he if his agent's saying it, he's got to say, I disagree. Yeah, he's got to come out personally and say that and be like, hey, you know, I if if he was a part of this and he wanted it to happen, I don't know if you want it to come out that way. Amaran shouldn't allow it to come out that way. No. So if he was a part of it, he should take responsibility. If he wasn't, fire that man. Oh, seriously. You can't be popping off <laughs> your mouth like that. Because, if I, I mean, if I was the coach, I know Newcastle's had crazy um, injury issues as well as COVID um, issues, people getting back to full health. But if I was a coach, if I was Steve Bruce, I'd be, boy, you can run on down the road because you're not playing for me for a long time. Oh, if there were fans in that stadium, oh if that was goodness. packed, St. James, it. oh, nah, he'd be. They, yeah. He'd the be, Jordies? Oh, he'd be committing suicide, basically. They, they, they would love you, but you can't say stuff like that. No. No, you got you to gotta realize who you're playing for. And what that badge means to the fans and the people of that area. That's, if if I'm cor- correct me if I'm wrong. Is that like a blue collar? Yes. Yeah. Newcastle? I mean, formal. Yeah, former industrial shipbuilding. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's been re- rejuvenated a little bit, but yeah, definitely working class. One club town. They love a trier. That man puts in a lot of work. They probably love fights too. They do. 
just a little scruffle, some fisticuffs. Shout out, Stu Holden. <laughs> oh, no. He got, tu- no. he got tuned up, <laughs> I think, outside of a nightclub. Did he? Keyside, yeah. The bar area, Newcastle. Yeah. Somebody knock him out? I think so. Back Good. in the day. Good. That's a that's new. That's I think a it was good Christmas Holden. present. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, can't stand I can I can verify. There there are good many fights there. Oh, <laughs> sorry. We digress a little bit. Good huh? win for Man City. Yes. Did what yes. they do. Squeeze it out like a python. Yeah. Just killed the prey. Did you see that our boy our boy Darlo get a huge with a Y? Yeah. Save on Aguero towards the end. Yes. He went from one post to the other. You know, you can always see uh, training videos where they're having to get down and then up. jump up and other run side. across. Yeah. yeah, he did that, and I, I'm pretty sure he was fully extended on his backside, like, and just swatted it out. Mm. Good for him. Good for him. Good man. But yeah, Man City move a little bit closer. Creeping. They aren't scoring many goals, other than you know what they did. A few weeks ago against Burnley, yeah, but they they're not letting any goals in either. No, so yeah, they're quietly creeping on up, creeping. And then the next game, Sheffield United nil, Everton won. Everton moved to second place with this win. I'm, I just feel sorry for the Blades. Sheffield. Oh, it's, it's sad now. Okay, I'm just going to read you the last five fixtures for Sheffield United, okay? Starting with the most recent one. So Everton, you know, beat them 1-0. Sigerson scores in the 80th minute. Okay? Tough. Um, Brighton and Hove Albion won. Sheffield United won. 87th minute equalizer from Brighton and Hove Albion to steal the win. Mm-hmm. And then the next one was Sheffield United 2, Manchester City, or no, Man U 3. That game wasn't as close. Sheffield still, scored they had, first. Yeah, had some scored yeah. last, yeah. They'd be forgiven if they thought they were going to get something out of that game. Yeah, yeah. Southampton beat them 3-0, so wasn't a lot in that one. But then Leicester scored in the 90th minute to steal the game away from them. Yes. Guess who it was? Oh, that was the, the Vardy party. party. Ooh. So they're they're right there until the very end. So they're just I don't know if it's just lack of composure and just not making it. I mean, you got to stay sharp the whole time. They're just unlucky right now. I think it's going to change. I do too, but it might be too late. I completely agree with that. Because it's too far advanced. I mean, yeah. Yeah, because you can't play the bottom half all the time. So you got to get some points. Exactly. Yeah. Everton, fourth consecutive win, sitting at second. Yeah, and that's without James Rodriguez. Missing a couple people. Luca Dean. Allen. 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 Who's it? Seamus Coleman. Yep. No, he's he's been back a little bit. Um, but yeah, they're oh Richarlison. Oh my man. Yeah. He was completely rested. Yes. So gave me a great big fat goose egg fantasy wise. Speaking of which, we just like to talk a little bit about fantasy right now. Um I 
have moved <laughs> up into the table You're no off longer, of the bottom. No longer a catfish. I am fifth right now and just a mere win away from taking Joe's spot. One win? One win. Oh. I'm three points behind, and we play each other next. Oh. Got, got to win. So, it's been a lot of fun. I've, I've won, I think, four games in a row. Dang. So, I found a good good happy place with my team. I'm happy for you. I know you're sweating it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what was your team name this week? Could you explain to everybody? Because I know we've had some listener mail around the world wanting to yes. know. yes. Our buddy Henry wrote us a couple weeks back, and yep. yeah, he he you know had a little something to say about my high school goal scoring record. So we had some independent fact checkers check with his high school, and what what did you find? Well, you you told me this. <laughs> I or did. No, Henry told us this. <laughs> Henry himself told yeah. us. Henry let the cat out of the bag, I guess. But uh, basically, Henry said that he his goal scoring record in high school was two goals. Two goal, Henry. <laughs> So I was playing Henry this week, so my name was two goals in high school. Heck yeah. Now you know, everybody. Now you know. But yeah, Gilfie Sigurdsson. I mean, he was kind of on the peripheral mm-hmm. at the beginning of this season with um, James Rodriguez out and all the, a bunch of other players. He's really stepped up, scored against Chelsea's, now the game winner against Everton. And it was a wonderful strike so i want to talk a little bit more about that later but okay yeah so sheffield united again the blades go down (laughs) moving on leeds united one burnley burnley nil you want to go over this one or you want me to talk about my side chick we can both we can share them Ooh, i don't know if i like you're not into sharing okay (laughs) Go ahead. I'll let you have it. Well, I'll go fifth minute. Patty Bam Bam gets a nice through ball over the top. Does what he does best. Just looks extremely average physically, but the man moves like a baby kitten. I mean, just so quick. so quick. (laughs) I don't understand all these defenders. I'm watching. I'm like, wait, why is Patty Bam Bam just flying by you? I mean, you watch the replay. Gets it a millisecond ahead of the keeper. You know what? He might actually take off his shoes and train just barefoot like the Flintstones, like the name we gave him. Yeah. Build a lot lot more strong muscles in your feet. Yep. Fast twitch. Yeah. Muscle. Yeah. I mean, you could – over in England, I mean, the grass is always wet. It'd be really nice to run on barefoot. Feel good on your feet. Yeah. Mud on the feet. That's like something from childhood. Yeah. Just nostalgic How it used to be. Oh, yeah. Anyway. So, you're saying that Nick Pope, no, Patty Bam Bam got there before Nick Pope. Is that correct? That's what it looked like, yeah. Okay. Yep. I mean, very close. But, yeah, he did it. Steps up. Scores it. Oh, man. What a emphatic penalty. Just upper 90, left-footed. Yeah. Just all that confidence. I'm, I'm very surprised with him, and I'm glad – because he was a former Chelsea player, and everybody was talking about how good this kid was. He had a couple of loans away to, like, Middlesbrough and some other teams and just never, never could find it. 
And then he got with Bielsa, and now he's just... I think he's one goal away from his 100th goal for the club, if I'm... Maybe it's 50th. Maybe, maybe it's 50th, but there's some crazy yeah, stat. 10, 11 for the season, something like that? Yeah, he's, he is he's playing doing well. It. But in the 17th minute, I feel like Burnley got robbed of a PK. This was a, a robbery, yeah. Ben me. Or a goal. I, the yeah. ball is uh, it's a free kick. Ball's played in to the box. Ben Me is running backwards and then goes up for the header. And Melier comes out just straight knees to the kidneys, mm. right in the back. Takes Ben Me completely out. Ball falls right to Ashley Barnes, who smashes it in for a goal. The referee calls a foul. On Ben Me. Yes. Unbelievable. It's terrible. Just straight terrible. Terrible. Gosh, how. Yeah. I just. I don't understand this because and he goes. He goes. He has his eyes on the ball. Ben Me has his eyes on the ball. He cannot see what's behind him. He's not running backwards. Oh. You know, if that was Harry Kane, guess what would have happened? It would have been in PK. Yeah. But apparently backing in when you're not Harry Kane to somebody and then you get a goalie just take you completely out is um, is completely fine. Or it's actually a foul on you. So the biggest issue I have with this, the referee blew his whistle before the ball went in. Went in. So they could not review for a goal. Only for the foul stuff. Wow. That was robbery. That was – oh. And I do not know this referee, but already not a fan of him. Mm, it's not a good way. <laughs> I mean, that's just to make so for clear. Yourself. Yes. Ooh, Burnley, I mean, I thought they deserved a point. That was a good game. Yeah. Hard fault. I loved the last couple minutes. Nick Pope, that's one of my favorite things, when a goalkeeper – gets to stay up top, try to get that goal because they look so awkward. But they're big, and you don't know what's going to happen. And yeah. he, it was corner after corner, a little free kick. I mean, he just stayed put in the Leeds box. Loved it. Mm. I was hoping so badly we'd get a goalkeeper goal. Oh, man. We haven't seen one of those in the Premier League in quite some time. I couldn't even remember the last time. But uh, one thing I was really impressed with, and i got to give a shout-out, he didn't make my – any of my segments, but I do have to give Burnley's coach, Sean Dyche, huge credit. After the game, he walked up to the referee and said, when can I come see you? And, like, tell me what how time? long. It was like, like a cooling off period, I think, for like 20 minutes, basically. Yeah. He said, give me a time. I want to come and speak to you in your quarters, the referee. And they can do that. Just said, hey. Just Please. give me a time to come and talk to you. Referee didn't oblige, didn't even acknowledge him. But after the game, the interview with Sean Dyche, did you see this? Uh-uh, did not. Yeah. He said he just doesn't understand the game anymore. <laughs> said back when he was playing, he said that that would have been a PK. He's like, and that was back when donkey kicks were okay. Yeah. <laughs> He said, you know, that kind of stuff happens in the middle of the field. 
it's it may be even a sending off because if you stick your knee in the back of somebody like that, you could seriously injure them. Mm-hmm. So he's just he was very calm and composed with it, but just said basically, I don't understand it, and I felt like we were robbed, and I completely agree with him. So I got to give him credit for not going crazy berserk like a Jose Mourinho or even a Jurgen Klopp today yelling at the referee for a simple foul. He just was very composed and just was like, this is against me, and I don't understand it. So, yeah, really unlucky for the Burnley, Burnley men. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. Yeah. Tough one to take. Yeah. All righty, well, next up, West Ham. Hammers, two. Brighton and Hove Albion, two, also. This game was back and forth. It was. It was a great game. Um, Brighton scores first, right before halftime. And then uh, David Moyes mm-hmm. makes a couple of substitutions. Took off my boy Jared Bowen. Put on the very tall, the very... Is he Russian? Yarmolenko? Is he Czech? Ukrainian, maybe? Ukrainian? I think he's Ukrainian. We probably need to look that up because we like getting people's stuff right. Anyway, puts on Yarmolenko, and he he played really well. He played a lot better than Bowen did in the first half, and even... Set up the game tying goal, but uh, basically this Ukrainian, Ukrainian, cool, cool, cool. Thanks, Joe. No problem. Um, Thanks, but Google. yeah, this game, um, Neil Bope took took the lead for Brighton in the forty fourth minute. Then Ben Johnson, youngster for West Ham, mm-hmm. first start for West Ham and the English Premier League gets a goal. Oh, I liked it too because I did too. Oh, it got a little kickback to him. Yep. He just, not full power, but just put it in really nice. And then Lewis Dunk scored a, I guess it was a header, right? Didn't he? No, no, he uh, he jumped up and hit him like this. Yes. And they were looking for a handball. and So he jumped up and kind of went into a fetal position in the air. Hit him. And it hit him and fell right down, and he just smashed it to the roof of the net. Yes. And then in the, where am I, 82nd minute, Lewis Dunk gets a assist for Suchek. Yes. I don't know <laughs> what he was doing heading the ball. He just, instead of trying to head it out, I think like two people jumped in front of him and he didn't think it was going to come to him, so he just got a kind of a noggin on it, which deflected and hit Suchek right in the face. He didn't know anything about it. Goal. Suchek is going to Suchek. Yeah. The man... That's why he's on my team. Dang. I get lucky. That's a, that's a good pickup. Yeah, what a game. I really yeah, enjoyed back this Back and forth, you, I never felt like I knew what was going to happen. Exactly. Like, oh, West Ham's going to lose. No, West Ham, oh. Fair yeah. result. Yeah. This whole year, and I'm going to say this probably every episode, is so bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Shout out. <laughs> Go in. <laughs> Um, each each game you could put money down and be like the next one. Liverpool is going to beat the dog piss out of West Brom, but no, 
Big Sam and his pie-eating face. Nope. Doesn't even let it happen. Mm-mm. I mean, everything that we know about the Premier League and the – I think it's just no fans, no atmosphere. It's just everything's up in the air. Look at the table. It's it's crazy. Yes. Christmas is over. Yeah. Table's still looking crazy. It's super tight up on the top, like, ten. Like, super tight. <laughs> Yeah, we'll move on to Liverpool 1, West Brom 1. Liverpool took the lead in the 12th minute by my man. Yo, boy. Money, money. (laughs) Because he is so money, money. Big money, money. And at that point, I was like, how many goals are they going to get? Oh, I was like, "This this is over. Yeah. But going into halftime, it's still 1 0. You look at the stats, and I think, I think Liverpool had eighty-two percent possession. Yes, I had, it was I had eighty-four. Is what I wrote down. Okay, that's absurd. That is dominant, Unreal. beyond dominant. Yes, but couldn't do anything with it. No, nothing. Big Sam, baby, working that magic. Gosh, it's so good to have him back. I, is there a book out by Big Sam? I hope so. I need to read it. I, I don't it. know what. He, I, I saw this statistic today that said the last, um, last points that have been, t- or the the most points taken off of Liverpool at Anfield since like 2015 have been the most points by anyone has been five, and it's been Big Sam. <laughs> the man, the man is even more than the something. top six. Yes, he alone has taken more points than any of the top six with teams he just gets brought in to save the marriage yes to keep it alive he's the therapist there was a great podcast on uh was it the athletic zonal marking purely about big sam they ran a lot of statistics back from like the 1800s even whatever this website was like who trying to get an idea who was the best manager who are the best 100 managers of all time. Okay. Big Sam came out 65th of all time. And this is a guy that purely, I mean, his Bolton heyday, I guess, was probably his peak. Had a little run, uh, well, with England, like one game. Then Everton for a little while. But really, 90% of his stuff has been with not big teams, not big clubs, and just basically recently here, saving teams from relegation. Never been relegated. Yeah. He, he's a miracle worker. Did he have a stint with Newcastle that was pretty productive? I think I remember hearing that. But anyway, Big Sam. I mean, goodness gracious. Shout I, out, Big Sam. I know why they call him Big Sam. Did you see the interview after the game? Everything no. about him, his nose. <laughs> His nose has got like a fork in it. I mean, it's it's so big and so long. You know, it's like driving down the road, and then all of a sudden you've got to take a, a left fork to keep going down <laughs> Sam's nose. His ears, massive. Big. His eyes, massive. I mean, he's just a big dude. I mean, the people who have met him say, it's. I mean, they understand why he's Big Sam. Like, he's everything I imagined he would be, like just his presence. You know, if you were on a space shuttle with Big Sam – 
and something crazy happened and your oxygen levels were down. I love where you're going with this. Okay, I don't okay. even know what's happening, but love so it. So I got a couple more that I'm going to okay, throw out. Yeah, yeah. But, so you're on a space shuttle with Big Sam, and all of a sudden something happens. Your, your oxygen levels go down, and it's just you and Big Sam, and you've got enough oxygen for two days, which is just enough time for you to get help from whoever's coming to help you, right? Yes. Big Sam takes one breath. You're down. <laughs> you got half a day left. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Joe. You got to kill Big Sam. You got to take Big Sam out. Yep. It's, uh, that would hurt. Oh, man. The other thing I noticed during this interview, I'm pretty sure Big Sam is like Ricky Bobby. He does not know what to do with his hands when he's in an interview. He was... He touched his face at least four or five times in a 30-second interview. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he was trying to make sure he didn't have any pie crumbs on his he, face. He's, <laughs> he's gotten self-conscious over the years. Like, I got something on my face. Oh, man. But I'm more and more intrigued by this guy. I knew a big Sam, but I'm more and more intrigued about his, his ability to keep teams alive. Yes. In the Premier League. Yeah, he's got a special touch. And, uh, yeah, go to Anfield, get a point. You know, what What is he had, two games in charge? Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I think West Brom has a talent. They might have went from, I don't know, 30% likely to stay up, 25. I think they're up probably like 40, 50 yeah. with him. Yeah, I mean, it, you could tell how frustrated Liverpool was by your clock. He got a yellow card for yelling at the referee over a foul that was called near the halfway line. He didn't think it was a foul, and he just went after the referee. So you could tell that Big Sam gets under people's skin. Oh, back in the day, man, when Bolton played Arsenal, Arsene Wenger, they hated each other. <laughs> Love it. Oh, oh, we get Wenger back in the league, man. Get the whole gang. And Benitez, I think we have – Rafa, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's that's With like my Jose and every, That's like my Hall of Fame right there. If we can get all those guys, yeah. Jose loves to get up under people's skin. But yeah, Mane scores twelfth goal. Or excuse me, a minute. goal in the twelfth minute. Great touch. Ball was played in from I think it was Joel Matip. <laughs> Hit him in between the defenders. Took it off his chest. One timed it. Beautiful goal. But Liverpool. Liverpool could not put the game to bed, and then the 82nd minute, Ajayi mm-hmm. gets the game, yeah, game tying goal. Yeah, so Liverpool ended up the game with 17 shots, two on target. One was a goal. The other one was big. Our, our man, John Stone. Yes. <laughs> had a great save from Bobby Chompers, mm-hmm. Roberto <laughs> Firmino. <laughs> uh, Hopefully y'all could hear that. Yeah, you're chomping teeth. Yep. And then they ended the game with 78% possession. You know, it's uh, – and we'll talk about the Jose Mourinho in this next game, but apparently <clears throat> in the pregame discussing uh, Wolves and, and Spurs – Jose Mourinho said at one point in time, because Robbie Musto mentioned this, that 
he did not want to have possession of the ball because if you have more possession, the more mistakes you can make with the ball. He is a manipulative little man. He's a sad, twisted little man. But, I mean, literally look at Liverpool versus West Brom. They have the ball the whole time, and, I mean. Oh, he sees that game. He's like, yes. It just confirms his crazy theories. Right. Goodness gracious. Anyway, uh, West Brom get a point at Anfield. Yeah. First point or first drop points at Anfield this season for Liverpool. I think it's the third calendar year in a row with no home defeats at Anfield. They still haven't broke Chelsea's record, though. I think uh, Chelsea had like 86 home games without defeat in the Premier League. Oof. So Liverpool's catching up. But yeah, getting close. Hopefully one of these teams coming up pretty soon can take them out Maybe. in that streak. <laughs> Maybe. All right, let's move on, Joe. Last, get this next game. Last game of the weekend, Wolverhampton. The Wolves won. Tottingham Hotspurs won. Yeah, first minute. Ndombele, low drive outside the box. Great start. Great yeah, start. Great finish. Unfortunately, plays right in Jose's hand. Park the bus. He loved it. Oh, double decker it. His second minute, and he can just go into his favorite game plan. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, it was it was fun to watch. I'm I'm glad I know the result that now because I was really frustrated with this game because Tottenham wasn't really trying to do anything with the ball. No, Kane, Son, Kane played awful. Very, it. very quiet. Oh, you were happy. Weren't you? Oh man, love to see him just kind of dribble around, looking for people. Keep dribbling around, looking for people, and then the wolves just come after him like a pack. Pack of wolves, wolf yeah. pack, wave after wave. Like mm, wolves, orange jerseys, up and down. Yeah, they they played really well. Potence, it's exciting to watch. Did his thing. Neto did his thing. Troy did his thing. Do you think he puts on some type of baby oil at oh, the start yeah. of the game to get his, his, his muscles? His spray on, I think, yeah. Okay. Because towards the end of the game, it had kind of faded off. Yes. And he wasn't as shiny. Yeah. Oh, it definitely fades. Okay. He gets rubbed off, wind resistance. Man, he he's a specimen. Whew. Yeah, that's a good word. And he uh, he took it to Wolves. Oh, I'm sorry, Spurs. He mm-hmm. went after some of their defenders. Still doesn't have the finished product right now. He's yeah. got no goals, no assists this season. No, but those are way down. And he might never have it. But man, he is excited when he starts gosh. just bulldozing grown men. Yes, mm. absolutely love it. Spurs though, two points from the last four games. It's good to hear. Yep, <laughs> that that magic is uh, wearing off a little bit. Yeah, um, in the 86th minute, Roman Saiz with the flicked header off of a corner. Mm, my boy, Neto. Pedro Neto. Pablo Neto? Pedro. 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 Yeah. Heck of an equalizer. Yeah. Mm. Goal at the very start, goal at the very end. Yeah. A lot of blah, blah, blah in between. Yeah. Wolves had more chances and. 
probably the better chances. I don't remember Patricio really having to make too many Mm-mm. saves. No, it's pretty quiet. So. Hugo Lloris, good saves. Yep. Came up big. Yep. Really a couple good of times. Stuff. Yep. So. So yeah, what a wow. Like we were saying, the uh, you just don't know what to expect. Mm-mm. Week in, week out. So you better show up to play. All right, guys. Well, those are the games this week. We will move on to the segments. We spent a little extra time on the games this week because we do not have a tailgate or an email for you at the end, so we apologize about that. But these games are coming quick and fast. We just had barely enough time to throw all of this together. Yep, we catch one, throw it out, catch another one. Just fishing out here, man. That's right. (laughs) All right, it is that time. So first and foremost in our hearts and our minds, the one y'all love the most. It is creme de la prim. So, Matt, who do you have this week? I'm going to give it to Ben Johnson from West Ham. The goal that he scored. So, like I was saying, first start for West Ham. And he's a... Played kind of like a wing back, I would say. Yeah, winger, wing back. But the uh, reason I like like this goal so much is not from his cool, calm finish. It's part of it. Mm. But the ball gets played in, does like some ricochets off a whole bunch of people, and it falls to Lanzini with his back turned to goal. So what does he do? He slides and does a slide pass and almost ice cream scoops it right to Ben Johnson, who just side foots it almost upper 90. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just floats it on in. I love um, the sliding control. Do you remember back in the day when Hugo was our coach? Yes. And he used to roll balls toward the sideline, and we would have to run you gotta in. Got to wrap it. Slide it. Yes. Yeah. That was so much fun. Yeah. That was, oh, man. I, I knew I, I had to see like the it. gleam in your eye talking about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm tearing up. Shout Look out, what? Hugo. <laughs> With your golden, bleached, curly perm that you had. Mm-hmm. You were a hellion of a coach. Yes. But, man, we did appreciate you. You definitely messed up when you didn't come and train us for the state championship and but you were a big man about it. You came back afterwards and apologized. And yeah. said you were wrong. We yes. We forgive you. We forgive you. Yeah, that I got to give it to Sam or I'm sorry, Ben Johnson and Lanzini for that goal, game tying goal. No, yeah, it was at that time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my creme de la creme. Mm. It's beautiful. I like it. What you got, Joe? I'm going with Roman Saiz okay. or Wolves. Couple things. He's been in and out of the lineup. Back in today. Got the equalizer. Brilliant. Just, mm, just good. Very important goal. Yeah. Very important. However, good game. Great game. Even had the most shots for Wolves with three. For a defender. Most completed passes. Seventy-five passes. I just like the performance. Yeah, I mean, hey. Wolves were, yeah, on the front foot most of the game, and he was leading the charge. Yeah, he's a 
I like the name Roman. Yeah. You got to be a strong man if you got that you name. You pull that off. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, well that, that was a good one, Joe. Yeah. I, 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 can, I pulled I can, that out. I can appreciate that. All right. Well, the next one is the one that uh, is not so good. Mm-hmm. It's the poor. You will poor. It's the worst of the worst. We call this bless your heart oh man you still have it i i forgot all about it oh man come on now who you got this week for your bless your heart moment joe Mm. you're not gonna like it i'm going big frank big frank okay Big Frank, yeah, the team just super Frank. I mean, I yeah, yeah, we can go super Frank. I don't know what was getting into the team, but there were too many players that were just lethargic for Chelsea. I could pick some individuals, but I mean, I think Frank's a big man. He would say he'll take on responsibility. He actually didn't. Oh, he didn't. No. Oh, dang. But continue. Oh well. That takes the shine off my pick, but I'm sticking with him. Frank slash Chelsea. Yeah, we were, everybody was doing so good keeping Arsenal down in the dumps. And then they just get a statement win out of the blue. Who could have predicted this? Well, the studs line because I was going with my boys too. Okay. And so we can, we can discuss it. Studs are aligned. Yes. Yep. So – I have to put some on Frank, and I have to put some on the players. Um, Frank, Super Frank, said after the game, basically he was throwing it at the foot of the players. And it's like Mm. quality wasn't there. The intensity wasn't there. They just didn't show up. So I'm not sure what goes on in the dressing room. But if I was Super Frank, if we play somebody like Tottenham, Man U, Arsenal, those three right there have notoriously, I think, been Chelsea's rivals for the past 10 years since Abramovich really came in. Yeah. Man City, not really a rivalry too much. Mm-mm. Maybe a couple of times when Cunaguero, two-foot stud, tackled David Luiz. But anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, if you're playing those three teams, Man U, Tottenham, in uh, Arsenal as a Chelsea player and manager you have to know the importance of those games so I don't care what's going on in your life you drop everything and you go to war out on the field and in the first half Arsenal were playing toddlers that were searching for butterflies instead of actually playing (laughs) The the game. So I don't know. I mean, both Ben Chilwell and Reese James were supposed to be basically out for this game. They both started. Yes. You could both you could tell that they were both off pace. Yes. Well, that's the thing. I, that's where I put the blame at Frank's feet. In that some of these players might have been a little injured, a little off. Some of them. I mean, I don't think they have been. I don't see how they could be training 100% and just killing it 
and then he puts them in a game they look sluggish. I think there had to be some signs. And you saw when he put in Cho, game changer. Yeah, Timo Werner was so poor. Oh, I really thought about just going Timo because I'm like, this is horrendous. He and this, I mean, he's been putting himself in great positions and he gets some really good opportunities and he hasn't been putting them away. So I think he's got a little bit of confidence issue. So if you're if you're Frank, I could see you wanting to put him in because you're like, he's going to get a goal because I, I know he will. It's going to hit. It's going to happen because yep. he's just got too much quickness and just a quick fire shot that he's going to put him away, but maybe protect him a little bit. He's started every game for, I mean, almost since the season has started. Mm-hmm. Give him a break. Let him come off the bench. Maybe he makes a really big impact off the bench. He sees his pace of the game. He sees what other other defenders are doing, and he can come off the bench. You now, I I used to love coming off the bench in high school, but that was it's a little bit different because we could sub on and, and off. Out, yeah. yeah, and you get his unlimited subs. But you know, coming off the bench, you could kind of read the game and see how the other team was playing, or at least I would and say, okay, well, I know what I need to do once I get out there. So I think Frank should baby him a little bit more. Um, But at the same time, Cullum Hudson-Odoi was coming back from an injury, so maybe he couldn't get the full. Mm. So maybe he's just playing it out of necessity right now, playing Timo. Mm. But still, team played awful. I mean, it was just so – they were so far off the pace. And then they finally just started to show up in, like, the 80th minute. And, I mean, they could have ended up tying that game because we had a penalty save, which Jorginho doesn't have any confidence either. No. I mean. No, that was bad. It was awful. Yep. I walked out of the room. Ooh. I don't like watching Chelsea take penalties. So I walked out of the room, come back in with my parents and Emma. And they're like, oh, he missed it. I'm like, of course he did. Just one of those days. Not, it's not going to happen today. Yeah. So, yeah, I I got to put some at Frank's feet, but I got to put some at the players' feet. I know it's the day after Christmas. They're probably thinking about friends and family. But if you're playing Arsenal and you see red, you got to go after them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's what they did. Arsenal were up for it. Oh, my goodness. They Every time they've played us for – it's been a few years. They've been ready for the fight, and we haven't. I mean, I, even going back to Antonio Conte's first season when we won the league and then we played them in the FA Cup, everybody thought we were just going to steamroll them. We didn't show up to play. Probably a little drunk from the night before, and they they put it to us. Mm-hmm. Got to be able to play these teams that are rivals, man. You know, if we ever played a rival back in the day, we were – we were ready for it. Oh, absolutely. Even if we knew that other team may have been stronger than us, we'd still be up for it. Yeah, we'd kick them. We'd get yellow cards. You don't want to go down like a little punk. No, no. That's so. That's rule number one. So, yeah, Chelsea. I mean, not even bless mm. your heart. Just, oh, that was awful. Just mm, studs are aligned on that one. Yeah, it was bad. All right, well, Okey we'll move dokey. on. Yep, last segment. The one all the cool people. 
people like. That's right. Fine as frog's hair. Matt, how you doing today? I'm fine. Feeling fine as frog's fine hair. As frog's hair. Heck yeah. Who you got this week? So, I got to go with the game-winning goal from Sigurdsson. Oh. Two reasons I'm giving it to Sigurdsson. You know, fine as frog's hair means you look fine, you feel fine, you play fine. And Sigurdsson has got the same haircut, always fresh, manicured, Icelandic, got that line cut in, just got everything on point. He can serve a beautiful cross ball in, he's good on free kicks, can do a lot. And he's been playing really well lately. But this goal, I loved how this was put together. You know, the ball was crossed in. Um, Sheffield United is one of their defender, made a really poor attempt at clearing the ball with his head. Went right to uh, little Bernard, <laughs> who volleys it to Decore, who lays it on a plate for Sigerson. And Sigerson, instead of just smashing the ball, he's running to the right hand, running to the right, and hits the ball with just precision. Back across to the left, goalie had no chance. Just well-placed with good power, but he actually just passed this ball into the back of the net. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought in the, what was it, the 80th minute? Yep. Yeah, to be able to calmly just pass the ball in like that after just a little ping pong action in the box man that's fine that is, fine frogs that is nice so good on him good on him well you said looking fine playing fine he didn't play but he looked fine <laughs> who are you talking about who are you giving it to Mikhail Arteta got a statement win Finally, the players looked inspired. I mean, the hairline was looking pure, just pure. Yeah, he's got a he's got a healthy hairline. No gray hair. And in, I mean, he stuck to his guns. No eyebrow gray hair either. Nothing. Just no chin. Jet black. Yes. Oh, dark as night. He wears that black on black on black on black. That's right. And he, um, man, had to tote. He got the uh, the win. Been under just crazy pressure. Didn't didn't act out. Didn't go crazy. Didn't start calling names. Stuck to his game plan. Kept at it. And got the win. I mean, a true statement win. I mean, who knows what's going to happen next week? He could be in bless your heart again. But yeah, they're playing Brighton next, so they could keep On it rolling. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I think they will keep it rolling. This could be the start of something good, giving the youngsters a chance. I mean, a lot of great teams have kind of kicked on by doing that, getting out the bad apples. So I couldn't single out one Arsenal player, so, yeah, I went Arteta. I don't, I don't know if he was even getting rid of bad apples. I think he just had to put them on because Aubameyang was hurt. Yeah. Parties well, hurt. Yeah, Lacazette. COVID. Yeah, <laughs> was out there. Yeah, so Lacazette and Xhaka, I mean, normally. Those are the yeah. bad apples. So, all right. Man, what a rough, rough week for mm, Chelsea. Yep. But, hey, new game week tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> we play Villa. Yep. <laughs> Super. 
Well, guys, studs, men and women out there, we appreciate you tuning in. It's been a crazy week. It's only going to get crazier. So we hope to uh, have you around New Year's Day, checking out the new pad. Yeah. Or New Year. Yeah, we'll see. One yeah. of the days. One one day. Might come out Thursday. Might come out Friday. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how we're feeling. Absolutely. We're feeling froggy. We might jump. <laughs> well played, sir. Guys, uh, once again, you have come for the footy, but you have stayed for these accents. All right. Yes, sir. So until next time, studs up.